Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. I'm Travis Bow. You can find me on Twitter at ThatTravisBow. And I'm Eric Nash, part of Watchmen Minute. You can find me as Lucky Mustard on Twitter. Cool. And today on Donna Justice, we're talking about minute number 83, which starts with uh, Senator Finch asking for Superman to show up at, uh, what did you say, the People's Senate or something? What? Hill, she said it in the last the minute. Hill but the, the Hill of the People. The Hill of the People. The Hill of the People. I'm just a bill. <laughs> okay. We're going to cut that out. Thank you for your time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the she uh, yeah so that that um Lois Lane is watching Senator Finch deliver that um kind of address uh or press conference and then the minute's going to end with Martha Kent giving Clark Kent some really good advice or that's questionable whether you think it's good advice or not um which we'll get there but um yeah let me uh open the floor here for you guys uh and I'll let you guys uh have at it okay I don't really there are a lot of there are a lot of voiceovers <laughs> in the minute. In this minute, yeah, at least. Even in the past couple, there were there were well, actually, the first one there wasn't any any talking at all. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, and I don't know if it goes if it uh, is less or more later on. But you know, watching it minute by minute, you sure notice it. Yeah, just the transition between yeah Holly Hunter and then Diane Lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I uh, now I'm just trying to think: is that a typical Zack Snyder thing to do the voiceovers? Because we see it a lot mm. in Man of Steel. Yeah, it's a lot in Man of Steel. We I mean, well, there's that. a narrative in Man of Steel, yeah. so it kind of makes sense for yeah. that. Um, is it is it an easy transition, or is it more so of just like? It's just a good transition. I don't know because there is a, a, a lot of it. So, at what point does it become overused, and at what point does it become easy, or you know, versus just like and that's I guess just that's how the flow goes. The thing is, is because mm-hmm. like in this minute, we we're seeing um, the nonverbal mm-hmm. like, kind of thing, which we always talk about, and so it's a lot of just us looking at people reacting to words and like mm-hmm. that are being said, and so that's some people might not like that because people are like, all right, so just kind of get to the point. Like, but then again, it lets us kind of study these characters a bit. Like this is a minute that we can Hmm. watch. And if we wanted to spend a lot of time just trying to get into the character psychosis of things and like, all right, let me kind of study this character a bit. But then there's some other people who are like, yeah, this is a three-hour film, and I wish it was shorter kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, like less uh, maybe, reaction shots and more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. More of, like, getting to the point of things, right. which I'm more for the 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 other, which is, like, I like studying people. It's yeah. why we're doing a minute-by-minute minute mm-hmm. podcast yeah. about it. And so, I, I, you know, with, like, Clark Kent, he has to watch this. um which, you know, might might seem a little scary even for Superman because it's like, it's a hearing, but it's, it always feels like you're being tried for something. He's being called out, man. Yeah. And like, there's the, t- what she says here, how far will uh, he take his power? 
and it's looking at Clark when you're seeing this, and that that's got to hit him like he's probably like, "What have I been doing? Like, what did you see that I've been doing wrong? Right? Like, I've been like helping people. Look at the montage that we saw. He was helping people, and like that question of how far will he take his power? It's like you can back that up with like, "Lady, I'm gonna do all I can to help people. Like, come on. Like, there should be no limit to my power if it means saving innocent lives, yeah. but." She's not seeing that. She's seeing it on the reverse side where it's like, hey, you might be able to, to save a spaceship from it completely exploding and let the cabin down with ease, but don't burst people into flames with your eyes. I don't well, know. I think, I think she's I think, coming from okay. it like he's crossing international borders, and you know that's that gets to be a bit messy. Um, but, you know, he shouldn't be a... He's not America's superhero. He's, you know, he's here for the world, so... I think that's kind of the fundamental problem between uh, the senator and Superman here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a Sokova chords, but yeah. directed to one person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and uh, what I think about it is like, if it was any other Superman, like if it was Christopher Reeve Superman, if it was like All Star Comic Superman, if it's like Justice League Superman, whatever Superman you put in this moment or whatever Superman you have in your story, um, there's always going to be those people like Senator Finch who um, will, would question how far does his power go. Like, those people always exist. Um, and so now you just have a question of, do we show that side in the story or not? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's not because of this Superman and the way he is, which I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, like, it's not my Superman or something. And it's like, no, 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 the Superman does, is, like, that doesn't matter. Like, what kind of Superman is in this movie doesn't matter. It's whether the fact that, are we going to show people not liking him or not? Mm-hmm. Because once you do, then you have to go, well, how is he going to react to that once we have that in the story? Because um, now it matters what Superman it is mm-hmm. once you show that. Because if we had, like, Christopher Reeve Superman, and then we have, like, oh, all these people don't like you because you might turn around and uh, glass the planet if you wanted to. Like, that's just a possibility that I can think of. And now that I can think about it, it's a possibility. And so now you have to go, okay, well, now how's my Superman going to react to that? And Henry Cavill's Superman is the best way, I think to respond to that because that's how you should respond to that. Like you should be like, Hey, I'm just trying to do the right thing and be a nice guy. Like you can't have your Superman then go, Oh yeah, it's just a bunch of malarkey. See you later. Like, <laughs> like you can't shrug it off that easily. And I feel like the Superman is not the issue. I guess the question is, do we want to create a story that has those characters that don't like you? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, there already is a set character that doesn't like Superman, usually always in a, in a Superman <laughs> lore, and that's Lex. So, yeah. I mean, he's in this movie, but then you wouldn't expect it from, like, Senator Finch or anything like that. Like, you, you expect it from Lex, and you expect it from mm-hmm. the villains that are, oh, Superman. Yeah. So it's, I that guess was my it's J. Like... Jonah Jameson calling out to <laughs> Superman. So, a little switch over there. Well, then that's, that's the thing. In itself. So, that's the thing, that, that really it's not her, it's, it's Lex manipulating her. Yeah. Don't you think? Right? Yeah. Don't have evidence of, of that course. yet? Or... <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but it's still not a... I don't want to say it's a manipulation because then it just seems like our 
our stance to not like Superman because he's a god and like that could be very bad for us like is it that bad of an opinion to have like I don't want it to seem like mm-hmm. like I want it to seem a little bit valid which is great because like Senator Finch's fear of Superman is valid like we should all be like yeah that's you know yeah. it's that's an okay opinion to have because that could very well be a possibility yeah. it's okay to have that opinion and I feel like people might be scared to, to have good characters having that opinion because normally, like Nate says, most of the time the people with those opinions are the villains. And so when you give humankind the stance of like, oh, Superman might be not the hero that we all think he is, then it makes us seem like really bad people. And I guess people are afraid to, to consider that idea. And it's like... Yeah, but that's that's reality. So we just we <laughs> I don't know. We just had kind of a kind of a similar discussion a little bit on uh, our our recent recording for uh, Watchmen Minute about you know you've got Doctor Manhattan who has all these powers and you know at the time he's he's on the side of the United States and you know Russia doesn't like that very much so they're you know, stockpiling weapons and and whatnot so. Um, then you've got like you know public opinion of these superheroes and stuff like that, so it's uh, yeah a little bit of a crossover in themes. Yeah, I like that this Superman is not America's superhero because yeah. that would feel so unbalanced to the whole world of like, oh, you're telling me this is like like you guys have basically God on a leash and it's like he belongs to you kind of thing, and it's like. That would raise so many flags. But then again, I think the world, I think the rest of the, see, this is what's weird. Is like America's like, oh, he doesn't answer to us, which is a problem. But then the rest of the world is like, yo, that guy answers to America. And they all feel that way. Like Nairobi felt that way. And like even Jon Stewart's, Jon Stewart character in this movie felt that way. And so... We all feel like he should represent America, but then at the same time, we don't feel like he does. And it's like, I don't know. It's really weird. But then again, the reality of all that is would be messy and, and just as just as the same, you know? I don't know. We get, we, um, we do get to see Lex Luthor, who's not involved with the voiceover. He's not paying right. attention to any of it at all. He's just like in his own little world with like this rock. <laughs> Um, but I'm not sure, uh, this is like one of the first times we saw Lex Luthor in like trailers and stuff. I think Yeah. this was like kind of like the reveal for the character. Um, I love this. So shot. I, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's like an early shot. Like this is one of the first things they, they filmed. Um, yeah, it is an amazing shot. It's a, it's a truly just like iconic moment, uh, to see Lex Luthor with kryptonite and, it's so well done, but I wonder what, um, I wonder what is like, what is the substance of this shot? Like, what is it? Why is the shot here? Why? Yeah. Why is the shot here? I think it's just a show, you know, he, I call this like Gollum Lex. Like it looks like he's just (laughs) alone with his precious, you know, it's just to show us that he's getting, um, Absorbed. He's getting what he wants. He's getting what he wants. He's getting like he is all into this rock. Like, 
Yeah. It, it's his plan coming it, like, together, you know. It, yeah, it really is. Because, I mean, you get Senator Finch's voiceover. Like, she's just doing that. He <laughs> manipulated her to call Superman into these hearings to try to answer for his crimes. Like, that's the end game. You got to put Superman on the stand so he can, you know, pay for his crimes that he, they think that he's committed. And that's exactly what is happening. It's initiated. Like, you know, Lex did that to Senator Finch. And the voiceover of her and him, like, it's just, that's it. Like, this is the plan. And the end game is the kryptonite. Like, that's, that's cool and all, but he's still got to deal with the whole manipulation of all the other characters that he's got going on in the plan. You know what I mean? It's not the first voiceover we see, and it's not the first cut to Lex that we see after an instance is happening that involves the plan. Mm-hmm. I think another one is, like, right after, later on in the film, right after Bruce turns the signal on, um, and he's in the suit and, and the armored bat suit and everything like that, he looks up at the signal and it cuts directly to Lex on top of his own building. Yeah. And it's like, that's it. That's the triumph. Like, this is what he's... He is the, the chess master. Like He's just putting all the pieces, and it's like, boom, back to him. Yeah, you're right. It's the, he's the central... He's the Palpatine. Uh, yeah, you know, he's pulling all the strings. Um, does he act Jeez. by our will or by his own? There's a thing that they say, Senator Finch, and it shows Lex then doing that. I think like, there's, there's probably our? meaning. Yeah, does he act by our mm-hmm. will? Like, the people's will is what that is. Senator Finch represents the people. Like Earth or America? Uh, uh, America? America, yeah. America. It's the, you know, that's... America's people? Yeah, that's what it. about that's Africa's just, people? It, well, they don't... Politicians don't think about that, you know, yeah. especially in this kind of sense. I wonder. So I'd rather him work. Uh, I wonder if this would have worked better or differently if this was a UN hearing and he was being addressed by, you know, the United Nations instead of a senator from Kentucky. There have, yeah. Or if the stuff I mean, in the desert in the happened. Before. Or if the stuff in the desert happened in the U.S. Hmm. Hadn't been a foreign country. Why? Yeah. Why isn't Nairomi having a council hearing and inviting Superman to come to the hearing? Because it's on their property. Was there a hearing after the Black Zero event? Was there like damage control that they had to do? Was there anything like? I'm sure he did a hearing. Who's to blame for this? Oh, I guess we just got a dead alien that we can put in a freezer. Oh, he's the blame. <laughs> like, I'm sure Superman had a hearing for that too. I don't think so. No, he should have. Not based. He's not on... really. No, he hasn't. He's not. That's why. Yeah. Everybody's, like, reaction to him showing up at the Capitol later on, like, that's, like, one of the first times that Superman actually is, like, showing up in public, like, boom, here's the cameras. Yeah. Like, I'm at it. I think. I, 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 I think, think that's he the first time that, little, that he you know. comes when when called, or, or when, like, Superman, you need to show up at this summoned? Tri- summoned. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's the first time he's shown up when yeah. summoned. Yeah. yeah. I guess you're right. We did see... In the beginning of Justice League, there was that little blip of him on that little kid's, <laughs> yeah. you know, video that they were doing. So it seems like the style that he was, like, you know, acting in that kind of sense, it seemed like he wasn't really used to public exposure, even if it was just these kids with their little video phone. Um, he still seemed a little uneasy, but yeah. I don't know how... I don't think he actually stands in front of a camera and says... Hey, thanks. You're welcome. You know, and flies away. So <laughs> this probably is just like you know one of the first times he's actually had like a public appearance, a big public appearance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder if that's because he can't also he doesn't really have a mask or anything. So 
do you think he worries about that? Like, do you think he thinks? You know, Supergirl tackles that issue. I think where they're like, she just stands really far away, (laughs) so that for everybody, everybody just stands really far away. Yeah, I think she Uh, just doesn't get close to the people, so they don't see that. Oh yeah, you're just Kara from work. So when she's Supergirl, she just stands far away from people. That's yes. what you're saying? Okay. So no, just every time. <laughs> Tele- all the time. I mean, she's all, Kara, she, always standing yeah, far away. So telephoto lenses yeah. don't exist in the Supergirl uh, universe? Apparently not, yeah. Well, I don't think... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think... Do they, well, I Jimmy don't, Olsen doesn't <laughs> exist, apparently, yeah. so uh, we don't have a good photographer in this universe. Uh, yeah, so we're good there. Makes sense, okay. Also, the camera wasn't real. It's just <laughs> unless you want to have the argument of Jimmy Olsen's now that security guard in Justice League, but it's not Jimmy Olsen. Oh yeah, what it was the actor that played <laughs> the Jimmy actor that played him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the other voiceover that we get from Lex Luthor is uh, what does she say? She says, "People hate what they don't understand." With Lex Luthor still in the frame, um, and these words are coming from. Diane Lane's Martha Kent. And um, did I skip anything? No, that's, oh, okay, cool, that's cool. good. Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, so now we are in Smallville, Kansas again at night. This beautiful shot of the Kent farmhouse and this, like, no light pollution, really. So you can mm-hmm. see all the stars in the sky. It's really beautiful. It's, perfect. Um, it's a perfect time to go pick night apples. Yeah. Oh, perfect <laughs> the nighttime time for apples. nighttime apples, guys. Yeah. Oh, man. That's probably what she was doing. Yeah, I think so. She had to have been. Like, she had to have been. And, uh, like, why aren't they talking in the kitchen? Because she was out there picking the apples, and you just, like, kind of floated, gently floated down. Yeah. I was like, Ma, I got, an, I got a problem. I got 99 problems, and night apples aren't one of them. <laughs> so please put those away. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, so this is, we thought this was going to cut to this before the Batmobile chase, but it didn't happen. This was like, oh, what does he do? Click his heels three times, goes back to Kansas. Yeah. And then it would have been like, boom, here we are. In Kansas. In Kansas. And that would have been the call and response joke that didn't happen. Um, But no, yeah, we get Martha Kent in here, and she's she's just helping Superman because he's going through a very rough time right now. Um, And she says, yeah, people uh, hate what they don't understand, which is, we've heard that a lot in superhero films. Yeah. Especially with Batman, really. Um, or X-Men. Or X-Men, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and she says, but they see what you do and they know who you are. Um, sh- you're not a killer, a threat. Um, which is, I really like everything she's saying in here. And I don't know if you guys <laughs> agree. Because I know there's some people who don't agree with this scene at all. Um, which is true about what you said with the media scene, Nate. is like, we see this guy doing so much good in the world. Like, how is that in question? Like, around the world, not just America, but, like, he's out helping everyone. Like, we all see it, and we don't <laughs> we don't see him doing anything bad um, since the Battle of Metropolis, since he killed General Zod. But then the Nairobi incident happens, and then all of a sudden we start questioning things again. And so it's like, she's right. I mean... We see it. We see the good of Superman all the time, and yet we still question it. Um, and then I feel like her words of, like, you're not a killer, a threat, like, 
I think it's supposed to solidify that he didn't kill anyone in Nairobi, but I feel like people still aren't getting that. So It's good reassurance to have from your mother, man. Yeah. Like, this is exactly, like, think about how often, like, you know, if people that are close with their mothers or whatever, like, can do this and have the opportunity to do this. Hats off to you if you have this opportunity. Like, hey, man, you ever feeling down? Just go talk to your mom, for real. And the people that do do that, they know that the feeling is just, like, one of the best things ever. Just imagine that, like, Superman needing to go talk to his mother about having Superman issues. That's incredible. <laughs> like, you'd never really think about that. Like, you, you go up to a kid and be like, hey, man, you like Superman? He's like, yeah, he's really cool. He punches things, he flies around, he's got a cool costume. That's awesome. It's like, yeah, but you ever think about he ever having problems and he needs to go talk to his mom about? Oh, no. And it's just like, boom. Like, what? What do you, what do you mean Superman has problems and he needs to go talk to his mom? Hey, man, he's just like you. Look at Mark thinking real hard. <laughs> you need to go talk to your mom? You need to call no, your mom I just, up? I just, I just like... Remember that scene in Big Daddy when everybody's like, you know, getting crying and they all like call their dad and it's like, <laughs> dad, I need to talk to you. It's like, I love you, dad. Like that kind of thing. Like this yeah. is what this was going to yeah. have. Like you should, you should be calling your mom right now and be like, mom, I, lo- I love you. I love you, ma. <laughs> the world's not easy. And thanks for helping me. Yeah, absolutely. Um... It's just a really good moment. Yeah. Um, she says, I never wanted this world to have you. And is there, are we starting to disagree here? Or is everyone still in the boat here? What? With like a mother trying to keep Superman like contained, like not not have Superman go out and try to save the world kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, her and Jonathan saw this exact outcome. Yeah. So they're just kind of playing it off in their head. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with that because in Man of Steel, she was telling, you know, Clark had that line where he was like, you know, the world's too big, Mom. And she's like, you know, make it small kind of thing. Like, try to just take things little by little and, like, don't really try and take on the whole world. But then again, that's what he's doing in this film. And she's like, I never wanted you to have uh, this world to have you because it's like, as I was telling you earlier, when you're really young, it's like, you just make your world smaller. Like, yeah. you can't, like, you're going through problems, I understand that, but it's like, you don't have to if you don't want to, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so, I mean, and it's what's great about it is she's like, I never wanted this world to have you, but that's not for me to determine. You know, we've always talked about Superman. His uh, his biggest virtue is, is, is people being able to choose you know, like he's never going to take that away. If Superman takes away your right to choose and becomes like injustice Superman, that's when you, Superman has has died and there's now someone else wearing that outfit. Mm. The real Superman protects people's right to choose. Whether it produces chaos and conflict, he still has to respect your right to choose. That's why he's such a great character. And so she understands that. And that's why she's like, you can choose to do whatever you want. Because that's the beauty of the world. That is the you left Krypton uh, because your parents wanted you to have the right to choose, and if if you took away the right to choose, this would just be Krypton Part Two. Yeah, that's what it would be. That would be our outcome, um, and so like she understands that. So yeah. even though she wants, she didn't want Superman to really exist. She just wanted Clark Kent. He decided, I'm going to be Superman, and I'm going to try and help the world. And so that's why she's like, you know, be their hero, 
be their monument, be anything they want you to be, or be none of it. Because it's true, you don't owe, like, Superman really doesn't owe the world a thing. Um, but if you want to be, then be it. And, like, at least you have the, the, the beauty of choosing that. So I think it's really good. I think her words of advice are pretty amazing because it's like she's supporting him with his decisions. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's because she trusts him. Yeah. She's letting him know that if he doesn't want to continue, you know, it's okay. And she will, she's there for him. That's really nice. Um, yeah. yeah. I, l- cause it would be a little, yeah, go for it. I was just going to say like you were asking earlier kind of where we fell on the side of, you know, is this a good mother moment? Is this a good, you know, advice that he's, he's getting from her? Um, I love the, uh, the Kents as shown, you know, in man of steel and here. Um, in, yeah. Um, I love the moments I, between, uh, Jonathan and Clark in, in man of steel. I love this moment. I, th- I think it's, you know, Diane, Diane Lane plays it so well here. Um, as just his mother who, only is concerned with you know how he feels and and you know letting him like i said letting him know that it's okay if he chooses not to do this or that and uh yeah i'm on the side of uh really really enjoying uh this advice i guess Mm -hmm. I, i agree it's it's really good advice it's good mother advice and i think what sells it for me is she's looking up at him and she says, be their hero, Clark, be their monument. And then, you know, you know be their angel. And then she says like, you know, be none of it. Yeah. And she's, Clark is hearing everything that she's saying, but in, he, he's, he's like, you know, it's all registering to him. So like, she's telling them, telling him like, Hey, one, you choose what you want to be, what, you know, what Mark was saying. And it's like all dawning on him. And he looks like he's getting choked up in that sense. Like, what's got to be going through his mind? Like, I don't know if I can do that. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I can, like, why, like, why? And that ch- huge choice being thrusted upon anybody, Superman or not, that's got to weigh on you. Well, I think he you know? gets really uncomfortable when she says, you know, be the, be the hero, be their monument, you know, be their angel. And he, that's when he kind of starts to look away and, and look down a little mm-hmm. bit. Like he's, he's afraid of letting people down. Maybe if he tries to be that, you know, be their monument, be their angel, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I I think he's, I think he's okay with being their hero, but I think the idea of being something more than that is really, uh, scary to him. Yeah, I agree with you. Like it's, Again, that's just such a big responsibility. I don't care if you're Superman or not. Like that's going to hit you. Yeah. It it almost starts out like she's, um, telling him what to do, which is something that like a lot of people want. Mm. And so like a lot of people would have wanted, you know, the Kents to be more like, here, be a superhero, be Superman, like go yeah. help people that need help. Like, yeah, this be- is what you're meant for. This is what you were yeah. sent here to do. Yeah. You're not here and to throw footballs. That's, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that, that seems to take away that, that ability to choose that seems to be like all right i was told to be superman so i'm gonna go out and be superman i'm gonna go be their angel and their monument because my parents 
raised me to be like that and I want to or no not that I want to be but like that's how I was raised and taught to be so that's what they formed me into and now I'm gonna go be Superman and it's like yeah but do you want to I yeah. guess Jor-El kind of was pushing towards that a little bit he was more he was he pushing still, towards the he choice still said the same thing the aspect he said of choice like, but like yeah that he could yeah, have he's been like, hey you're gonna be he still respected the power of choice because he he pointed at Lois Lane in that spaceship. It was like, you could save her if you wanted to. Yeah. And that's when Superman was like, you know what? I do want to save them. Yeah. I, I want to save all of them. And uh, Lois Lane said it too. She was like, you know, yeah. uh, I'll, well, she said something along the lines of like. I guess Jor-El was more I, of like, I, you have the ability. You can save them if you want to. Like, yeah, if like you go, want like, to. Check it out how incredible thing. you are. Like, And she's saying like, be their angel or don't yeah. be it. You decide. And then Lois Lane was like, Lois Lane had a better grasp on the situation because she knew that he wanted to be Superman. Not that he had to be Superman or not that he didn't want to be Superman. He wants to be Superman. And she said in Man of Steel, um, uh, people will, or what is it? Like, you won't have to stop stop helping people. Yeah. And something tells me that that's not going to happen anytime soon. And so, like, she understood that he wants to help people. And, like, as long as you want to, that's your choice right there. I I think Martha, I think she knows that, too, because she's saying, you know, either either be their angel or be none of it. Nothing. You know, she knows that he he needs to um, really go 100% on it or 0%. And there's no middle ground. There can't, there ought not be a middle ground for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, in Inception, it's like, you can't, you can't conception something. Like, you can't conceive something for someone. They have to have the idea themselves for it to actually matter. Like, Mm -hmm. Superman can't be told to be Superman. He has to want to be Superman from the inside. And good thing Martha, Martha Kent and Lois Lane realized that. But they do want to remind him that if there's ever a moment where he feels like he doesn't want to be Superman anymore, to just remind him, hey, you don't have to be if you don't want to. But, you know, deep down, something tells us that you want to be, which mm-hmm. is your choice is made up already, which is great. And it's like, this is why I love this moment. It's because, like, they understand um, that and they're supportive of him. And um, we get the same thing in uh, The Iron Giant, where it's like, you choose yeah. who you want to be. And it's like, Iron Giant's like, yo, I just want to be Superman. Yeah. It's yeah. like, that's how, that's what all that matters. Like, that is all that matters. As long as you want to be that, like, yeah. then be it, like own up to it. And as long, you know, you choose. Good on you, mate. Yeah. All righty. Where are we at with this? You guys have any other, uh, Go for it. <laughs> no, man, that's just some that's some heavy heavy advice we're getting handed down to us. And um, honestly, uh, yeah, I'm I'm on board with these Kents. This Martha Kent is the best. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. What do you think he was doing? Uh, just quickly, we're gonna let's wrap this up. What do you think he was doing right before this? One, he's fully dressed in Superman, hair slicked and everything. Like he's uh, next scene we see him is like I think walking up to the Capitol, or whatever. Next time we see him in suit or whatever, he's in the Capitol building or something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe that's tomorrow. I think that Senator Finch says, you know, show up tomorrow or something like that. Whatever. Like, he's, (laughs) I don't know. Like, imagine, like, he's probably, like, preparing 
to show up for that Senate hearing. And, like, he's going to show up in full gear. So, like, he already got dressed the day before. And he's just, like, sitting and waiting. Mm. I don't know. This is silly. He looks good in this outfit. I like him standing in not Clark Kent clothes. I think, uh, I think he's, again, I think this was filmed. He was supposed to stop the Batmobile right after this. Probably. There probably was something. Yeah, (laughs) there probably was something that it matched up with. But... (laughs) No doubt, he looks... I like Superman getting advice from his mother in a Superman in a costume. Superman Absolutely. Yeah, I think that is a really... Yeah. That's something. Because we've already seen Clark Kent in, like, the yeah. flannel. Yeah, yeah. Because this probably... It wouldn't have worked as well if he'd left the Daily Planet when we saw him a, a few seconds ago or whatever. Um, he yeah. could have been in this scene, you know, just in his Clark Kent outfit. And well, I mean, we got that before when he called her on the phone. Yeah, yeah. He was sitting on the go. windowsill, so go. we already had that. Yeah, yeah. So now he's in so Superman. Much better. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you want to wrap it up? You guys done over there? Well, no, I, well, <laughs> on that last one. Yeah. Does, does yeah. he does he long distance fly in non Superman clothes? Mm. <laughs> oh, no! Really he, good question. Yeah. In Man of Steel, he didn't. He no did way, Justice he did. League. He did in circumstances? Man you know, yeah. That'd be one provider, right there. but yeah. in, uh, half close. <laughs> he, he didn't in Man of Steel. In Man of Steel, he hitchhiked from a truck, yeah. a LexCorp truck, um, and then he did fly. And he flew with, in suit. He flew in normal clothes when he showed up at Jonathan Kent's grave. Yeah, behind Lois Lane. No, those, that was the Kanye collection. Those were <laughs> yeah. not nor- the, far, far from normal yeah, clothes. Mark. The homeless clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he does both. He just picks and chooses yeah. when to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think it's better to have him in the Superman suit talking to his mother because we need to be reminded that the Superman character is, you know, he needs advice too. Like if it was him in Clark Kent clothing and it was like Clark Kent, Martha Kent moment, mm-hmm. it would feel like we need to bridge the gap between that character and Superman, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It would feel way too divided. It would feel more like when he's Superman, he's just persona Superman. And it's like, no, sometimes Superman himself, like costume and everything, needs to sit down with his mother and get some advice, so. Yeah. Cool. I guess we'll wrap up there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for the uh, for today. And you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the minute at hand. So you can find us on all social media at, uh, or find us on the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And uh, don't forget to also check out Tarantino Minute and Austin Powers Minute on Two Old Media. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for another episode of DC Cinematic Minute.